all of the things that we were seeing out in the world that we didn't like were simply a materialization, a making matter of the wounds and the limiting beliefs, the traumas that were inside of everyone's consciousness. And that if we wanted to actually create a better world, you had to have people who had less fear inside of them and more faith and more courage and more self-knowing and more spiritual development. Welcome to A Changed Mind, a journey into the topics that matter to you most. From the neuroscience and spirituality of mindset and personal growth to groundbreaking strategies for health, wealth, and relationships, to open and honest conversations about pressing global issues such as the environment, censorship, corporate capture, and democracy. Each and every episode reminds us of the certainty of the goodness of the future and provides the teachings, tools, and timeless wisdom inspiring you to create real lasting change in your life and in the world. If you've been desiring a sanctuary for your spirit, a place to go to tune out the distraction, negativity, and doom and gloom so that you can tap into the deep power, the vibrancy, and the potential you have inside, you're in the right place. Welcome to A Changed Mind. Hey, it's David. Just a quick interruption to your normally scheduled podcast. I've got an incredible opportunity for you. Big announcement that my book is now live on Amazon, A Changed Mind, Go beyond self-awareness, rewire your brain, and re-engineer your reality. If you've been wanting to take your personal growth to the next level, maybe you've done the self-help thing, but you're still feeling more stress or overwhelm or anxiety in your life, maybe you've gotten to the next level of financial security or growth in your relationships or health or your business, but you've hit a new ceiling and you're really wanting to understand how to identify the resistance that is still inside of you that's shaping your experience of life and to let it all go and transform it so that you can truly feel free emotionally, spiritually, financially, and achieve your full potential, you've got to check out this book. I spent the last 18 months pouring all of the teachings, philosophies, tools, even processes that I've never taught before that have helped me go from a life where I was literally struggling to survive to a life now that I love in a system that lets me materialize the vision I have for my business, my family, my world, without the hustle and grind and putting my spiritual growth and well-being first. So if you've been wanting a treasure map to the emotional and material promised land that life has waiting for you, take a minute to jump on over to Amazon, grab yourself a copy of A Changed Mind, or better yet, grab a couple of copies and give them as gifts to your loved ones The feedback is already coming in. People are saying this is one of the most practical and powerful personal development books they've ever read, and I get it because everything that's in this book is exactly what I went through, what I learned, and what I used to change my mind. Check it, grab yourself a copy, and now on to your regularly scheduled podcast episode. Hey, it's David. Welcome back to A Changed Mind, a sanctuary for your spirit, a place where I will remind you each and every episode of the certainty of the goodness of the future. I am your host, your guide, your friend. I am excited to share with you what I'm going to share with you in this episode today. And sometimes I prepare for these episodes. I sit down, I kind of gather my thoughts, I outline it. I just want to organize so that I can provide you with as much value as possible on the episodes. And sometimes I just am really inspired to share something shows up in my life and I just sort of ad lib my way through it. And this is one of those times. I don't know if you've ever experienced where you've created something in your life and you're really, really excited about it. You created it from a place of enthusiasm and passion and curiosity and feeling totally free and unattached 
And then that thing that you've created later becomes the greatest source of stress in your life. And in particular, I'm going to be talking about my experience in my business, but you can experience this with anything. You could experience it with your dream home. You could experience it with a dream relationship. In other words, it's when the dream turns into the nightmare and it's like, what the hell happened? Right? I was so excited about this thing at one point in time and it was part of my vision and all parts of me wanted to create it and I was so excited about it and now it's become distorted, it's become distainted, it's become charred. <laughs> and I don't know what to do because I want to get rid of it, but I also don't want to get rid of it. I want it to change, but how did I get to where I'm at? And that's what I'm going to be talking about on this episode. And it was really inspired by a client conversation that I had. I've got a private client coaching program and I've got a partners, their boyfriend and girlfriend in the program. And I'm helping them work on their business, work on their lives, work on their relationships, really master these metaphysical principles that we talk about on a changed mind. And they brought something up. And so I want to share that with you. And I've got my own story to share around that too. In fact, I've been very open around the challenges that Carol and I had in 2022 as we were pivoting our business and we experienced that like we were thinking about just shutting down everything not doing this podcast not doing my books not doing our seminars not doing our coaching programs not doing our vision for helping end all human suffering and helping people detoxify themselves of fear and transforming the world as we know it and it's like man you really got to get to a place <laughs> when that's your dream and that's your vision and you think that's possible and you're willing to shut all that down, you've got to get to a place where something's burning you out. So I'm going to break that down for you here. If this is your first time, welcome, whether it is or whether it's not, if you're listening to me on your favorite podcast or audio platform, do me a favor, hit the subscribe button or whatever that looks like on your platform so that you can get notifications every week when I come out with a new episode, which I do every single week and I'm doing my best to accelerate that so that I can be in your ear every single day. And if you're on YouTube, subscribe as well. And give me a little like if you like this video. And also leave me some comments. Like This really is a place where we get to engage. In fact, some of the audio platforms now have the opportunity for you to leave me questions or some other feedback or to actually review an individual episode. I want to engage with you as much as possible. And this is one way we can do that. Like leave a comment if you're in studio with me watching the entire episode on YouTube. Let me know what distinction you pick up from this. Let me know what questions you have. Let me know what other topics you want me to be talking about. And as always, you can go over to davidbear.com, subscribe to our email list, get access to all kinds of free trainings to help you master the one thing that matters most, which is your mindset and to be a part of this like incredible community of people that is this growing movement of people who are really realizing that the way we're going to change our world and change our lives is to change ourselves. So what we're talking about today is how do we go from having a dream or a vision and starting to materialize that thing into our life and then that thing becomes the greatest source of stress that we're experiencing on a day-to-day -day basis. And I'm going to use this example of business, but this could be a, an analogy or a metaphor, whichever one it is, a simile. No, I don't think it's a simile, but I, whatever it is, right? An example of what happens in other areas of your life. It could happen with a relationship. It could happen with a job opportunity that you got. You were so excited about it and it was the perfect job at the beginning and then it turned into become, you know, the job from hell. And what's interesting about when uh, we, these transformations take place in this thing that we desire that now becomes something that we no longer desire is that when it becomes the thing we no longer desire, like... 
I started a business and it was stressing me out and it was burning me out and it was no longer enjoyable. And then we have a new business idea and we launched that business. And then we, it's like, oh my God, I'm in the same place I was with the old business. Like new relationship, but same relationship. Like a lot of people talk about cycles of toxic relationships. That's like a big thing right now, especially in our community. It's one of the things I get a lot of questions around is like, how do I get out of the cycle of toxic relationships? Or all of a sudden you, you create this opportunity for financial abundance and prosperity. And then you find yourself in financial insecurity again. You're like, how the hell did I end up in the same place, right? Completely different circumstance or situation, but it's like now I'm, now I'm having the same experience. So what happens? One of my friend tours, a woman by the name of Terry Cochran, who's just a phenomenal uh, functional medicine doctor and also just an incredible metaphysician and thinker, a real thought leader in her own category and way. She said something to me once where she said, what you make matter matters. And I was like, what you make matter matters. She says, yeah, like we're able to take these ideas and these thoughts and we bring them into our physical reality and they become matter, right? They became physical stuff. Now all of a sudden they exist inside of physics. You know, it's no longer just an idea. It's like, boom, it's in your reality. And I was like, wow, that's so profound and it's so simple. And of course, we talk a lot on A Changed Mind about how thoughts become things. Like we've got episode three, which is like a classic episode to go back and listen to. We've got episode 18, uh, which is also an amazing episode, a recent episode where I really took that conversation even deeper and talked about how we're able to activate all ideas which already exist that are in consciousness and to activate them through our thoughts and emotions and to have them translate into our physical reality. But what you make matter matters. And so there's a, there's a time or a chapter in your life where you become really, really passionate about something and you're not really attached to it because it doesn't exist yet. So you're not afraid of losing it because you don't have it and there aren't a lot of complexities or nuances around it. And so you're just sort of in your creativity, you're in your art, you're in your vision around it. We do an annual event called the Powerful Living Experience and the couple that I told you about, my private clients, they came to our annual event. And so they had this amazing three days of transformation where they got clear on their vision and they identified the limiting beliefs that had been preventing them from actually expanding in their business and in their life. And they had this business idea and they launched it. And so about three or four months later, they're doing 50, 60, $70,000 a month in income from zero. And they were so excited about it. And they got to a place where they made some decisions around the business and it was starting to not be as profitable as it was. They were feeling really stressed. They were feeling really overworked. And that's when they reached out to me and they said, hey, we need some support in navigating this. Like we want you to coach and mentor us through this because we don't really understand what happened. But it's affecting our relationship now. We're arguing a lot. We're starting to feel financially insecure. We made some decisions around the business, right, that sort of extended our capital. And we've made some investments and we didn't get a return on that investment. And now we're starting to move back into financial insecurity. And it's like, this is sort of where we were before we started this. They had started other businesses before and they said, we're feeling burned out again. And we don't understand how we went from being super excited about this to, to, to now feeling stressed around it. That was chapter one. Chapter two, after I gave them some coaching, was they realized 
that that business was not the business they wanted to be building. There were other opportunities that were showing up that they were even more passionate about. They let go of that business, even after only running it for six or seven months. And then they called me up two months later. We actually had a quarterly coaching session and they said, hey, we moved in this new direction that we told you about and we were super excited about it. And now we're making 50, 60, 70, $80,000 a month. But now we're feeling stressed, we're feeling overwhelmed, we're feeling burned out, we have no personal time, we feel like things are accelerating too fast, it's affecting our relationship, and here we are again. And they said, what's happening? And so I said, well, at any moment in time, and this is important for you to understand, you have an idea or a vision, let's say for a new business, and you're excited and enthusiastic about it, and you start to create that business, what you make matter begins to matterfy, right? It becomes matter. It becomes real. But embedded within this business that you're creating are all aspects of your consciousness, your faiths, your fears, your resentments, your empowered decisions, your courage, right? All of the things that you believe that are congruent with what you want to create and all the things that are incongruent or not in alignment with what you want to create, they become embedded in that materialized form of the new business. They become embedded in that materialized form of the new relationship. They become embedded in the materialized form of your dream career. And so now this thing has become matter and it has gravitational pull. So it's no longer just an idea, but it's become physical in the world. And so as it, as it has mass, as it's become matter and it has gravitational pull, it now matters to you. And so you start to dictate yourself around it, or really it starts to determine how you feel, how you think, what you do. And so if you think about it, as it's become more real and more solid, it's almost like it's become a world for you, right? It's like it's become your focus, your world, the center of your solar system or the center of your life, and you start to orbit around it. And so we become entangled with that which we have created. And over time, as it becomes even more solid, it starts to represent even more those parts of you that needed healing, but that you weren't aware of, perhaps, or maybe you were aware of, when you started envisioning this thing in the first place. So it contains within it all the parts of you that need to be healed, that are now materializing inside of this new business, this new relationship, this new career. And so if you feel like you're not good enough, it's going to reflect back to you, you're not good enough. If you feel like there are only so many opportunities in life and that you don't want to miss out on any opportunities, right? You're operating from fear. It's going to reflect that back to you. If you believe that you might make mistakes and that in order for you to be successful, you have to be perfect to make the right decisions as opposed to the wrong decisions, it's going to bring up those types of circumstances and situations to reflect that back to you. If you feel you have to work really, really hard to make money, it's going to reflect that back to you. And so as you, as you have now successfully materialized this new thing, which was a vision that you had, well, when you had the vision, it was just all of the beautiful, exciting, positive parts of it. But as you've created it, it's also going to contain all of your personal insecurities, all of your fears, all of your doubts. Now, it's not necessarily a bad thing. That's actually a good thing that life works this way because as you're now interacting with the thing that you've created and you're reacting to it and you're having these thoughts like, 
I'm not good enough. This isn't going to work out for me. I have to work so hard in order to be successful. As you start comparing other people's creations to your creation, why are they able to make it so easily or so successfully, but I seem to be struggling? I'm not as far along as I should be. That thing that you've created is now bringing up within you the same thoughts, the same limiting beliefs, the same traumas, the same frequencies, the same energies that were always there that created it, right? So that's why it's reflecting it back to you. And so the game that I'm encouraging you to play is to be able to step back from those things that you've created and use the challenges that they are posing for you as an opportunity to do the inner work. Right? If you can step back outside of the gravitational orbit of that which you've created, which is creating some dynamics, some emotions, some thoughts, some actions, some restrictions in your life that you don't like, and you can actually become aware of what it's bringing up inside of you, then you can use it as an opportunity to now transform or let go of or heal that which it is bringing up. And one of two things will happen. Either the the business will change or the relationship will change or your health situation will change or your financial situation will change or right within this new thing that you've created or this new thing will also fade away and something better, even better will emerge. So one of the things that my clients observed is, hey, it feels like things are moving too fast. We're writing $100,000 a month now in insurance premiums, right? In month one, and which, by the way, is like $100,000 in income for them over a 30 to 60-day period of time, the way the commissions work. And they said, but now we're looking at offices, we're building our team, we're trying to determine who do we have in our house because we're going to start having uh, other agents that we enroll work from our house until we have an office. And we have to think about, well, like, what type of people do we want in our home? And I'm like, I'm not sure that that's, that's really the conversation right now. I have a question for you. Why do you feel like you have to speed up so quickly. And don't you notice, especially in our businesses for if you're an entrepreneur, there's a sense that we just have to grow for like the sake of growth. Like what is the race? My God, you're doing 60, 70, $100,000 a month in personal income right now. Can't you just relax for a moment? In other words, wasn't the whole point to have this type of income so that you could relax, enjoy your life, right? Spend the money on the finer things not feel like you've got financial insecurity right behind you? Like what, what is this rush to grow something even bigger? And what we saw was, wow, in this previous opportunity, the one that they had coming out of my live event where they were doing solar panel marketing, it was the same thing. There was this like need for speed. They were doing well, 50, 60, $70,000 a month in revenue but they're like, we need to get bigger, better, faster. And so they ended up establishing a relationship with another company, a joint venture partnership, where they gave up a lot of the rights of their business and they lost control and it ended up getting out of control. The partner wasn't the right partner. They rushed into the relationship and they said, you know, God, the first time that happened to us, we sort of had that intuition. Man, maybe this isn't the right partner, but we were driven for speed. And I said, well, why? What was the rush? And they said, well, we didn't want to miss out on the opportunity. I said, oh, got it. Got it. So you have a fear of missing out on opportunities and you're taking action from that fear. And then that's now actually materializing that fear, right? In a relationship that is not a good business relationship that ended up being the downfall of their business. And so now you're doing it again 
right? Why? Because that behavior is inside of you, right? That fear of missing out on opportunities is inside of you. That unnecessary need for speed and rushing and feeling like you're not as far along as you should be is inside of you. And as long as you're making a decision from fear, you're going to produce experiences that are going to reflect that fear back to you. If you're making decisions from faith, then you're going to create experiences that are going to reflect that faith, reflect that abundance, reflect that courage back to you, right? In other words, one of the distinctions we teach is whatever you're feeling in the moment that you make decisions and take action, you're going to be creating experiences that are going to reflect that feeling back to you. So if you're making decisions out of worry, overwhelm, stress, anxiety, anger, resentment, no matter what you do, you're creating a future experience that when you have that experience is going to create the same emotion inside of you, fear, anxiety, stress, overwhelm, anger, resentment. So it's very important that we don't take action from a primal state, that the decisions that we're making, we're making from faith, not fear. And so a lot of entrepreneurs feel like they don't want to miss out on opportunities. That's why they're, they've got five different businesses, even though they're not really making any money in any of the businesses. And they're overwhelmed and they're, they're juggling a bunch of, you know, spinning a bunch of plates in the air, hoping that like one of the plates ends up working out, right? Not having belief and going all in on one idea or one opportunity. All of these are fear-based decisions. And so oftentimes an opportunity shows up and we think we've got to take this opportunity, right? We don't want to, what, leave the money on the table. But the money that you leave on the table is the down payment for a level of prosperity and abundance that you could never possibly imagine. In other words, being able to say no because you're not afraid that this is the only opportunity that's showing up is what allows you to actually create something sustainable and scalable that can provide you with extraordinary financial abundance and prosperity. And so then we say, well, how do you know which opportunities to take advantage of? And the answer is you got to really be present to how you're feeling. And if you're making a decision, not because you're purely excited about the opportunity and it's in alignment with your spiritual vision, it's in alignment with everything that you want to create, it's congruent with the direction that you're moving in. But if you're making that decision because there's a part of you, there's an emotion in you, there's a frequency or a vibration in you that you've got to take advantage of this opportunity because it may not come along again, then that is a recipe for a future disaster, right? And so all of these micro decisions that we're making that are based upon who we are, they become materialized into whatever it is that we're creating. And then whatever it is that we're creating is going to reflect back to us these personal insecurities, these limiting beliefs, and these traumas. Carol and I experienced that. And in 2016, when we started this business, there was no attachment to it. There was no fear to it because it didn't exist. We had a vision for doing seminars, for creating a coaching company, for having financial abundance and prosperity, for having our dream home, for being able to fly first class or fly private, for being able to have enough money to give philanthropically, to invest in other businesses or interests that we might have or projects we wanted to be involved with. All of it was just a vision, right? None of it existed. But that's what mattered to us. But there was a lot of other things that we weren't aware of or things we were aware of that we also made matter, right? Carol was a perfectionist. She really felt like she needed to control things. I was a worrier and I felt like nobody 
would want to hear my message or that I wouldn't be capable of delivering an event for three days and providing massive value to people. And I experienced a lot of stress and anxiety. Those frequencies commingled with our dreams and our vision. And so our business grew very quickly, right? From 2017 to 2021, 2022, we generated almost $25 million in revenue. We had never done a business like this before. We had both together never even created a business before. We were very fortunate, very blessed. We also worked very, very hard. And we were doing the work. We were doing like living this practice that we talk about on a changed mind, doing the best we could to identify where our internal resistance was and using the tools that we teach and that we also learn from other great teachers to let go of and transform the resistance so that we could be guided to create powerfully in our business and in our lives. But there were also things that, you know, dissonance, tension that was within all of that too because the healing process is something that is an evolutionary ongoing process, right? You go deeper and deeper and deeper into becoming aware of where you've got a misunderstanding and where you've got resistance, but it shows up in what you're creating. And so in 2021, it showed up for us in a business whose marketing overnight just stopped. There was what was called the iOS update where Apple prevented Facebook from accessing a lot of the targeting data that Facebook needed in order to successfully run Facebook ads. And we were running a lot of Facebook ads that was primary to our business. This was also during social distancing and the pandemic. And so I wasn't out speaking on stages. And we got to a place where what had enabled us to build the business that we had built stopped working. But at the same time, for probably the prior 18 months, I had this feeling that we needed to go all in on personal evolution, personal development, human development, that we needed to take as many people as possible through these frameworks that we had developed that help people become faithful people and that detoxify them and their fears and their limiting beliefs. And that this was going to be a really important part of changing the world because all of the things that we were seeing out in the world that we didn't like were simply a materialization, a making matter of the wounds and the limiting beliefs, the traumas that were inside of everyone's consciousness. And that if we wanted to actually create a better world, you had to have people who had less fear inside of them and more faith and more courage and more self-knowing and more spiritual development. But we were afraid to make that change because we had gotten attached to the business that we had built. And over that same period of time, the business started burning us out. The things we were doing before that seemed effortless required more effort. The things that were working before stopped working or working as well. We were experiencing a lot of things in our business like hiring different team members or new employees that during the interview process looked like they'd be perfect and then six months in turned out to not be a fit at all. There were all kinds of things that were starting to happen, signs that within what we had created were aspects of ourselves from before that needed to be healed or transformed, but we weren't aware of it until it really brought us to our knees. You know, and I've shared this in other episodes, and Carol and I talked about it in episode four, how in 2022, 
we were very close to shutting down the business. I had a nervous breakdown, which I now look back on as my nervous breakthrough. Carol was burned out. And all of that was a result of trying to force this business to work when it wasn't meant to work. It was meant to reflect back to us and educate us on those things inside of us that needed to be healed so that we could change, so the business could change, so that we could have even more abundance and prosperity and ease and flow and health and wellness and relationship, intimacy and connection, especially as we were bringing our newborn son into the world. And so your business, your relationship, your bank account, your body, you know, will burn you out or at least bring you to a place where you feel like you're burned out so that you surrender to it and you actually realize that you're the one who's created this thing and now this thing has gotten out of control. And so my coaching with my clients is now about not doing the need for speed, you know, helping them see that they've been pursuing this outcome of business growth so that they could have a kind of life they love And now they're generating the income where they could choose to just enjoy their life. And from that place of enjoyment, wait until the inspiration builds up, right? Wait until they've got space inside of their, you know, let's call it eight to 10 hour day that they're working to then get an office, to then start to hire a team, right? There's like a natural organic growth process where if you're just appreciative of where you're at and not operating from fear or doubt or not feeling like you're not as far along as you should be, that you'll get to a place where there's so much efficiency and well-being developed around what you're doing that more space will open up. And then within that space is where your growth is. Right? Within that space is where they then start making decisions to expand their business. But they're now doing it from a powerful state. They're doing it from a place of calm and peace and balance right? It's a natural growth process versus growth for just growth's sake. And so this happens to so many entrepreneurs. Like we have to look inside of ourselves and really ask ourselves, what is motivating these decisions that I'm making and actions I'm taking in my business, especially if you're in a place where your business is creating stress or pressure for you? You know, nobody told you you had to create this business, (laughs) nobody told you you had to get into a relationship nobody told you you had to say yes to that job and so we get to say yes to these things we get to say yes to a relationship we get to say yes to a job opportunity we get to say yes to our business but ultimately what happens is those those insecurities those personal insecurities motivate us to operate in a particular way within those ecosystems that sacrifices our well-being. And so we have to put our well-being first, right? What is it that you actually want? And that's the way this whole creation process started off in the first place, right? You wanted a relationship and so you created it. You wanted a job opportunity and so you created it. You wanted a business of your own and so you created it. But again, over time, our creation takes on a life of its own. And if we're not aware of how different pieces of us that are wanting to be transformed have embedded themselves in what it is that we're creating, then we start to become victims of our own creation. And, you know, a great inquiry to have when you're in a place where, you know, your business is burning you out, your relationship is feeling overly challenged, you know, your career is super stressful, is... 
what is it that you were doing and thinking when you created the opportunity in the first place? You know, when you weren't attached, you know, what was motivating you? You know, was it the inspiration of it? Was it the joy of it? Was it the financial freedom of it? And what is it that you're doing right now that is preventing you from experiencing it the way that you experienced it before? So Carol and I did this evaluation with the business and she said, hey, you know, what is it that you no longer enjoy about the business? And I started listing out all the things that I don't enjoy doing. And what was so interesting was those were things that I enjoyed doing when we started the business, but I changed. And this is such a critical thing to understand. You're growing and evolving. And so every couple of years, you've got to step away from your business or your career or your relationship, and you've got to reevaluate because that business or career or relationship was created from the old you <laughs> and you've grown. And so there are some adjustments that need to be made. There are some things in the business or the career or the relationship that you need to be able to let go of because you've been in the process of letting go of those things inside of you, but they're still woven in to the thing that you've created. And so that's where it's important to be able to let go. And I talked about this just in the previous episode around the awakening process and how, you know, there are times where the things that we've created or that we've built, right, the, the fruits of our labor, they need to be let go of so that they can plant new seeds and spring forth new opportunities in the next chapter of your life. Because if you don't let go of them, you're just, you're sitting around with a handful of rotten fruit. And so that is the process. You know, create something out of, vision, passion, and excitement, become aware when that, that thing has become a great source of stress for you. Realize that that's because there are aspects of it that were created out of your old consciousness and it's either calling you to change or you've already changed. And it's now time to sit down and go, okay, what do I need to let go of here? Even though I feel like I put in a lot of energy and effort to create it, if I can let go of it, then that creates the space for something new to be born, right? And that's how we continue to move upward and upward and upward and upward in our contribution, in our wealth creation, in our creativity, in our personal expansion. And we've got to be willing to let go of the pieces that no longer serve us that at one point in time were absolutely aligned with who we were. But you've changed. And so it's an ongoing process. So I hope that served you in some way, shape, or form. I hope that served you in a great way. If you're someone who's going through, you know, a feeling of burnout right now in a relationship and a career and a business and any other area of your life, right? Just realize this beautiful thing that you've created is ready for you to let go of some different aspects of it or reflecting back to you some aspects of yourself that it's time to let go of. So I love you. This has been an amazing opportunity for me to share with you some of my own personal story and also to just share with you this, my deepening understanding of this process of how we can create the vision that we have for any area of our life and how to use what we've created, right? What we've made matter, which has now matterfied, is a way of deepening our own personal growth and how to interact with it in a responsible way, in a loving way, in a caring way, so that we can let go of those things that no longer serve us and make room, right, for that next chapter in our life. I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, it's David. One more thing. If you want to go even deeper on everything we've talked about on today's episode, don't forget to jump over to www.davidbear.com. You can find the link in the show notes and subscribe to our newsletter. 
couple of times a week, I'm going to be sending you the latest episodes that we've released along with additional free trainings. You'll get immediate access to my free MindHack ebook and go even deeper into all the tools, the technologies, the frameworks that have helped tens of thousands of people establish a changed mind. Don't forget to jump on over to the site and I will see you in the next episode.